Welcome to Whatever Works, our unique fortnightly podcast in which we talk about whatever works in our lives and in the lives of our community members. Find us at whateverworks.works. And why not join our community? Simply search for Whatever Works at mewe.com and get stuck in. One, two, what? Oh, that's a bit, that's peaking a bit high. Ooh, I'll move my microphone a bit further away. One, two, We'll leave that on there and there and close that and... Are you still there? I'm not saying a word until I've heard you say hello and welcome to the show. I'm not falling into this <laughs> hole again. <laughs> what hole? No, no, we mustn't. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. <laughs> oh dear. We're back again. It's me and Aidan bringing you laughter and jollyment, if that's a word. And It's, well, it's better than jolly and laughterment, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose so. Show 175. It's Friday the 25th of November. It's Black Friday! Oh, yeah, so it is. So, Black Friday, yeah, yeah. We'll come to that in a second. Just before we do, I will tell you that you can find Aidan at AidanBell.com. You can find me at TedSalmon.com. And you can find us on our website for links and all that claptrap at um, whateverworks.works. Uh, but yes, good, fr- uh, good Friday. Good, good Black Friday, Friday, not yet. <laughs> Black Friday. Um, what did you buy? I didn't buy anything. What? I was after two things. The second thing I'll talk about in a bit. The main thing was the coffee machine. I think I, I said, oh, I dropped yeah. the hint recently that I've, I've fallen in love with this fantastic coffee machine. Yeah. And I, do you remember I actually spoke in the last show about, <coughs> excuse me, about how, I, how the prices suddenly shot up. And I thought, I know what this is. They're getting ready to bring them down on Black Friday. Well, yeah. the boogers, they didn't. Oh. <laughs> it's still high. Really? I've been, I spent the morning on every website I can think of trying to find this wonderful coffee machine that I want to buy which I can reveal is called a Barista the Oracle. It's the coffee machine of coffee machines, and it's nearly two grand. <laughs> it's £1,799. You've got to really like coffee. You got, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. So I was hoping that there might be some amazing Black Friday 50% off, and even, even at that price it would have been very steep. But I was thinking, well, you know what, I just might, and I couldn't, and I didn't, and I haven't. Um, well but done. you never know. They might bring it back down to where it was at the beginning of the month when I last talked about it. So because I know you very kindly or, or stupidly said you'd buy mine for 100 quid yeah, if I got yeah. the new one. Well, that would be really exciting. Well, don't don't spend that money yet, Ted. You never know. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, but have you presumably you've looked around online for oh, the, or, the Oracle somewhere I've, I found several sites, Curry's, Cafe Italia, Sage themselves, John Lewis, yeah. Amazon, and I've been keeping an eye on them for the last few days. And then today, right. this last night, <laughs> midnight, I was on the computer. I thought, well, they might bring them down to 500 quid just for half an hour. No. And then this morning I was at it again. And then I was just global searching Black Friday, Sage coffee machines. Couldn't find it anywhere. Right. So there we go. Looks like I mean, there are, there are lots of things that clearly don't get reduced for Black Friday. Yes, there are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and sadly, some of those are on our hit list. <laughs> yeah. Did, and did you have any better luck with your Black I saw, Friday? I, well, I, I've been actually nothing for myself particularly, except one thing I'll come to later. Um, but I um, I've been trying to get Christmas presents, which is a very wise idea, ah. and, and very successfully. Um, and we've also, you know, I was after a telly, 
Um, I was waiting for black. That's right, and they, were, yeah. they didn't have the one in your size, as it were. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, in the end, we um, found one, which has now been squirrelled away by my mother, so that they can give it to me. On oh, Christmas splendid! Day. Oh, how lovely! <laughs> awesome! And is that going to fit the hole that it was required to? No, I'm going to have to move things around. But right. I did. I, 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 I've, I've kind of thought of a way of doing that, so it's all good. Um, but yeah, a Christmas presents is a good idea. If anyone's listening to this and it's still Black Friday or Cyber Monday, do think about Christmas because you can save some money. We got something for me mother. She's probably not listening, and saved about twenty five percent on her present. Um, so it's um, you know it's worth thinking ahead a bit as well, not just yearning after your lust for the moment. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Think of others. <laughs> Always thinking of yourself. <laughs> yes. Well, I will come to that later. But yes, Christmas is coming, it seems. It is indeed. And I was in a garden centre the other day and I was taken aback by the price of Christmas trees. Oh. Only 30 or 40 quid for what? a Christmas tree. I mean, a real one for your house. And in fact, the artificial ones are even more expensive. The artificial ones were like over a £100. Pounds. And I thought, oh, well, it's probably just an expensive garden centre. But no, I was at Tescovia yesterday and they were charging 30 quid a pop for Christmas trees. I I haven't bought a Christmas tree forever. I mean, since we were no longer, you know, the the, the unit family having Christmas every year while we were younger. I haven't had seen it, haven't bought a tree since then. And we're heathens these days and don't bother, which is just as well, because 30 quid. Well, I say... I remember when Scrooge, Christmas I'm not trees. paying that. Are there no I workhouses? When, <laughs> I remember when Christmas trees were 15 bob. Yeah. I don't know, maybe... I mean, here's the man who just said he wanted to spend two grand on a coffee machine and then he's whinging yeah. about 30 quid for Christmas trees. Yeah, so I suppose yeah, yeah. keep things in perspective, Mr Bell. Indeed. And uh, we've been stocking up for Christmas as well. Yeah. Um, just in case the supermarkets go tits up, we've got we've got about two hundred packets of pigs in their blankets. Ah, you're the panic buyer. You've got every. Have you got all the eggs as well, Ted? Oh yeah, there's a big egg thing going on, isn't there? Uh, apparently we're not to panic about eggs though Um, but yeah you you need to keep an eye on kind of I do notice that you know talking about um, shortage of eggs um, I do notice that some things in kind of rotation just go missing I think I was talking before about something or other and this one is ravioli tinned ravioli it's one of my guilty pleasures yeah I know it's rubbish for you and it's full of sugar and all the rest of it but never mind it's, it's a guilty pleasure now the real Heinz one is one pound seventy a can? I don't. I really don't know how Heinz stay in business because the te- Tesco and Sainsbury's own one is seventy p. It's a quid less. Yeah, but maybe they stay in business because it tastes better. Thing. Surely it tastes well, better. I, I, I don't think it does <clears throat> okay. myself. But anyway, there you go. Um, I expect some people. Anyway, I was just about to report on this, but I did this week notice that in Sainsbury's they've come back. Hey. So I've got the actually in Sainsbury's they're not as cheap as Tesco. They're ninety five p. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah. So have a look at you know it just <clears> seems <throat> to be very odd that certain lines seem to be missing, and not just in one supermarket. So Sainsbury's and Tesco maybe they're supplied by the same yeah. outfit or something. I don't know. Yeah, um, but I know. I mean, it's uh, Mr. Putin is responsible for a great deal, isn't he? I think the war's causing a lot of shortages and then there's Brexit and you know yeah I've noticed that the holes in the supermarket shelves that may or may not get filled up quicker 
Yeah. Yeah, I want to put out a shout out to the good folk on the Tech Addicts group. I've been having a PC issue for, well, weeks and months, almost years now, which no one's been able to solve. And uh, the good folk on Tech Addicts had a jolly good shot. And I had a couple of very interesting threads going. Thanks to all of those people. Uh, I haven't yet managed to get to the bottom of it, but they've been very helpful guiding me through solutions. And I've sort of kind of made a Black Friday purchase because I was hoping to get a new processor this Black Friday. Couldn't find one for love nor money, but I did, in the course of it, manage to find somebody who's selling one second hand that I'm going to pick up next week. So cheaper than a I have sort thing. of got a Black Friday purchase. It wasn't actually a Black Friday purchase, but I think what happened was he upgraded his processor on Black Friday and he's selling on his old one cheaper, which I'm going to buy. I see. But anyway, thank you, thank Result. you to everybody on Tech Addicts. Um, who um, yeah yeah they're who a good very group. very good very good indeed thank a you a good crowd although many of them kind of are in whatever way they are well. yes indeed which is yeah. why I wanted to bring it to the show in fact I'm yeah, glad yeah, you're reading definitely. the recording notes and not me yes many of them are whatever works <laughs> listeners so um, Frank Neithart springs to mind he was very helpful particularly yeah, thank you guys good, good old Frank vielen Dank Frank I think Frank is in tech support so he should know his stuff um, I'm just looking out the window here and it's sunny. And, well, no, it's not warm. It's more like about eight degrees outside. But it's really sunny and the, the sky is blue and it's very colourful. And it's, if you weren't freezing to death, you know, like I am, um, you uh, you would think it was summer. But, uh, yeah, one night this week it dipped below three degrees, I noticed. It, I waited before I went to bed. It was 2.9. <laughs> so I think that's the coldest night of the, the yeah. year so far. Not that I'm complaining. I think we'll global warming to... is slapping us in the face like a wet fish, isn't it? I mean, it just doesn't Indeed. know what it is from one day to the next. I'm not complaining, though, because with the blazing heat, we'll be back quite soon enough. And then we'll be talking about fans and <laughs> air conditioning <laughs> units. And um, So in the meantime, I've got um, some thermal gear. I'll come to you later. And wearing jumpers in bed. <laughs> Why not? Whatever works, Ted. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying the cold. I like it. I and mean, we don't get much of it. Um, and as long as it's not, you know, freezing cold so that your water pipes are freezing and all the rest of it, I think it's nice to be a bit colder. Do you know what, Ted? It occurs to me, you are a sizable gentleman with a beard who likes the cold. Why am <laughs> I the one who's playing Father Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the confidence. I, they ask... They asked me on on that very basis. Um, I they asked me to play um, Santa Claus down south before yeah. I left, and I and I said no. I just don't have the confidence. I don't. I used to have confidence in doing stuff like that, performing and whatever. But these days, as I've got older, I just that that, that kind of fills me with anxiety right. doing something like that. Go so, away, Christmas so humbug. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey, listen, I want to tell you something. Now, I've got to proceed this. Please forgive me, listeners, if I'm giving you more information than you want. (laughs) But I just want to talk about urine for a minute. Um, No, no, no. But I mean, I am of a certain age that I have to get up quite a few times in the night. And every time I pass a toilet, I think, oh, I'll just have a quick wee just in case I don't find another one. Uh, (laughs) Saw a urologist a month and a half ago who said, look, it's largely psychosomatic. It's largely in your head. It's largely psychological. You just yeah. try not to pee so much and, moreover, give up caffeine. Um, actually, the latter wasn't difficult. I immediately, from one day to the next, gave away the coffee bags and the tea bags and everything to the food bank and bought coffee free. So I've now gone caffeine free with my coffee and with my tea and I honestly don't notice the difference. But right. here's the good thing. When I'm sat there thinking, oh, I need a wee. 
I simply sit quietly and relax and chill out and get back to work on my computer and another 20 minutes go by. And then I think, oh, God, I need to pee. And I think, no, Aidan, you do not need to pee. Do something else. And then I and I'm actually I found I mean, I, I suppose I'm saying this as a sort of if I can do it, you can do it, too. It's astonished me that I'm now peeing less frequently and more pee when I do. I'm actually training my bladder to hold okay. the wee for longer. And, and it's just I just want it's just a sort of mind over matter story. I haven't taken any medication. Right. I haven't done any courses. I haven't done anything except say to myself, no, Aidan, you are not pissing now. Just shut up and get on. <laughs> and it works. And of course, eventually Very you get good. to a point where you think, I think I better go to the loo now. Yeah. Uh, but then it's Niagara Falls and you think, oh, good boy. Well done, sir. <laughs> so yeah, gold yeah. star to Aidan Bell for peeing less. The aging body and, <laughs> and conquering it. <laughs> yeah, one, one other quick thing. I put a couple of pictures in our recording notes, which perhaps we can let the good listeners see on the MeWe group. Do you remember a couple of shows back, I discovered these weird sort of phone box poddy things that you sort of get into, uh, like yeah. a sort of private office. Well, I was watching a very interesting programme Hannah Fry is doing. I guess some of our listeners may be watching it, uh, where she's looking at various um, technological uh, items in the house and looking at the history of them and taking them apart and giving you an in-depth review. Um, and these are shots of the Amazon headquarters in London. And lo and behold, on every floor, two or three of these funny old boxy oh, things that yeah. I spotted. So there you are. They do have a use case. Amazon yeah. seemed to love them because... They've made little offices, haven't they? Yeah, and there were a couple of shots in the programme where you actually saw somebody sitting in one, you know, making a phone call or tapping away on their computer. It's a privacy place. Yes, a privacy box. It really should have a name, shouldn't it? The, 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 I guess the, the the tall ones look like phone boxes. Yes, they do. Because but because everyone's got their phone in their pocket, it doesn't need a phone. No. So they just make a phone box. Where you take your own phone. Yeah. I suppose <laughs> if you're in a busy room and you want to just have a quick chat, you say, "Look, just step into this box with me, yeah, and we can just yeah, talk quietly yeah. for a minute." That's really cool, isn't it? I shall, yeah, I'll put those photographs so people can see them. So they do exist. The... It wasn't just my madness finding yeah, it yeah, on the yeah. web. <laughs> no, that's really cool. Well done. <clears throat> Anyway, enough of this preamble. <laughs> Let's get to some feedback from our wonderful MeWe group. Yes. Which you can join. And if you haven't joined already, why not? Why not indeed? You should do as Frank Needhart has done and join. And the, the, the just mentioned Frank Needhart from Tech Addicts brings us upon whatever works grammar in Germany. Oh, yeah, we were talking about grammar. I had a, <laughs> had a bit, oh, one yeah. of my rants and raves last week about incorrect grammar and poor use of grammar, didn't I? And, you know, let's you eat, did. comma, grandma. Um, I can't really speak about English, says Frank, but in Germany, capitalization and punctuation is even more important as it can change the meaning of a word or sentence. So I'm with yeah. Aidan. Yes, the little German I do know. Thank you, Frank, for that. The little German that I do know, I can agree with Frank. Certain words, if you capitalize them, it gives them a different emphasis or a different structure within the sentence so there you go right. don't be lazy thought, if you're german i thought german was um quite a, a i'll probably be getting in trouble for this but um a simple language i remember when i was at school they said to me do you want to learn french or german in your you know third year or whatever it was and um i said well what do you recommend and they said well german is easier to learn and it's more like english whereas french is more complicated and takes longer <coughs> and blah 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 anyway i i decided on doing french and not german for some, whatever reason yeah. but it, but do you think that's true i found that german is quite similar to english in a lot of ways a lot of words have the same derivations the, the, the two bugbears for me are the gender right. that everything is 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 male or female and you have to know which is which 
wit, you just have to know. And when you ask people, how do you learn? They just say, well, you don't. You just know. Right. And the other thing is that the verb is at the end of the sentence. So in German, I would say, I would like this wonderful new coffee machine that only costs £1,700 and is available on Amazon only today to have. (laughs) It's just, yeah. So, you know, there's a there's a funny there's a an old joke about a person who goes into a into a language school and there are lots of rooms and the Italians are speaking very loudly. And then you go into another room where they're all very gentle and quiet. And I don't know, they say that's the what that's the English people reading their newspapers. And then they go into another room where one person is speaking for a long time and everyone else is very silent. And he says, which room is this? And the man says, oh, that's the German room. They're all waiting for the verb. (laughs) Right. So, okay. yeah. Don't know. Don't know anything about German, the la- the language German. So, um, very interesting. But I, I know a bit of French. Or sollen wir vielleicht die ganze Stück heute auf Deutsch machen? Bori die. Tell us about Daniel Bemis, Ted. Now, Daniel um, has wanted to highlight the fact that he's got this squirrel buster. Plus. <laughs> squirrel it's buster. No, hang on a minute. You've missed one out there, Aidan. I, I, I didn't think it was my turn. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Frank goes on. <laughs> sorry. I was so busy trying to work out if I constructed a proper German sentence. I missed the fact that Frank also fed back <laughs> on car tyres that um, Chris Kelly had talked about, this amazing sort of stick of cinnamon that you can fix a car tyre with. And Frank mm. says, on finding the hole in a car tyre business, there is a repair method where you can put something like glue inside the tyre that uses the escaping air to seal the hole. It's called Pannenspray in German. Yes, I know, I, I've heard of that stuff. You sort of spray it in. And then the air inside the tyre tries to force it straight back out, at which point it gets stuck in the hole and gums it up. Fiendish. Fiendish, indeed. Right, now, now we'll Daniel turn Beavis. to Daniel. <laughs> Thank you. Could you stay it on It just plot, means please? I can say squirrel buster again. Indeed. Now, Daniel Bemis has um, wanted to highlight the Squirrel Buster Plus, a bird feeder. And um, it's called the... No, no, hang on a minute. That it's the Squirrel Buster Plus UK equivalent. The one that he's got in America is called the Eliminator Squirrel <laughs> Squirrel Proof Reader Feeder, um, and it's guaranteed for life. Says Daniel, the USA store will repair it whenever you break it. How about that? Eh? So as long as the the shop stays in business, it will just repair That's it nice. when, for for life. I like the way he That's says really when you break it. I think he means when the squirrel breaks it. <laughs> When a squirrel touches the perch ring, its weight closes the seed ports, oh, failing, foiling its seed-stealing plot. It's like a tongue twister, this. <laughs> the Eliminator's unique technology allows you to set the sensitivity level so that you can exclude large birds such as pigeons or doves. This is it's easy to ha- what? Sorry, I was just saying this is fiendish. I beg your pardon. Oh, sorry, sorry. I thought you were taking over. No, it's no. easy to hang. Holds three and a half quarts of seed. What's a quart? I suppose it's a quarter pound, old money. Oh, okay. Um, three and a half quarts of seed, and is backed with a limited um, lifetime guarantee. Uh, this feeder also features a special seed ventilation system that helps keep the seed fresher. And key parts are made from a special chew-proof material to help keep squirrels at bay. The eliminator can be dis- disassembled and assembled with no tools, and all of it 
its parts are top shelf oh top shelf dishwasher safe is that a thing top shelf dishwasher safe i, never heard I didn't that. know the top shelf was any different from the bottom shelf no not at all <laughs> but perhaps it is anyway it does look very nice the, the one we've linked to in um the uk or daniel has um is 99 quid by the looks of it the one that he's linked to in america on the eliminator website is he says waiting for it to come up and look at the price so that I can tell Well, while you you're looking, I've got to say, you've really got to hate squirrels or love birds. I mean, a hundred quid yeah. for a feeder. I'm not knocking it. I've done sillier things myself. But uh, what's the price? Have you got the other price yet, Ted? No, no. No, it's, OK. It says, it's not, it says it's not available. <clears throat> not, not all products are available at every WBU store location. OK. That's the company. Well, that is fiendish Where indeed, bird, though, yeah. yeah. And Richard Yates, anyway. Richard Yates comes in and says, after the squirrels destroyed five successive bird feeders by chewing through the wire, I took a deep breath and bought one of these two years ago. And it works. And it still works two years on. No replacement needed, so it doesn't feel so expensive. Cost spread over life of use. Yeah, I suppose that's why they can offer to replace it, because if they're so confident that it works so well, they probably don't often need to. Brilliant. Thank you, Daniel. Good shout. Good shout. I have to say, I must have better behaved squirrels in my garden because I have a, two or three bird feeders and a squirrel feeder. And the squirrels come to the feeder and take their food gratefully and disappear. And they've never attempted to take from the bird feeders. Maybe that's the answer then. If you can't afford 100 quid for this thing, just put up a squirrel feeder and that's where they'll feed from. Yeah, until it runs out, then they'll be on to the other one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's me again. (laughs) Hey, I didn't see this one coming. I did have a Black Friday, only it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, Oh, dear. You know what? I shouldn't be trusted with money. I really shouldn't. Somebody mentioned super ultra wide monitors. You know, these ridiculous monitors, sort of like three monitor length width in one go. And I thought, oh, I'd love one. Oh, I want one of those. And of course, I looked them up and they're well over a grand each. And I thought, okay, nice idea. Never mind. If I had that money, I'd buy a coffee machine, but I don't. So I won't. (laughs) And then, of course, I did the. I opened Pandora's box. I did the naughty, naughty thing. And I thought, I wonder if there's any on Facebook Marketplace, any secondhand ones. Well, of course, there was. And it was in Luton, which is up the road from me. And it was <laughs> and it was 400 quid. And I thought, oh, that's tempting. Oh, that is tempting. And I got in touch with the guy and it seemed to be a good deal and everything was kosher. And I said, look, 400 is a bit steep. Would you consider dropping the price at all? And he said, well, I'll, I'll take 350. At which point I said, OK. <laughs> mm. And I can now tell you that I am, as we record, looking into an electric 49-inch QLED double full HD super ultra-wide curved monitor. And it's the nuts, I tell you. Um, this thing is huge. And I now have it in front of me. And, of course, being Aiden Bell, the monitors that I've then replaced it with 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 it um, I've got one on either side in portrait and I've got one yeah. underneath so my workstation for my video editing is just priceless because I've got the timeline running all the way along this wonderful ultra wide monitor and then I've got other other aspects of my premier um, real estate on the other monitors around me it's absolute overkill my workstation looks like a NASA control center and I absolutely love it and I always remember Terry Pratchett, who had nine monitors. And when asked why he had nine, he said, because I haven't got space for 12. And I thought, <laughs> OK, I, 
<laughs> I'll worship at that shrine. The, what I found is that I've, I've got a monitor now up in portrait next to my wide. Oh yes, screen yes. Monitor. Not not as big as yours, but it's a it's a curved widescreen monitor. Ah, right. Um, and I've got a I've got my old monitor in portrait yes. next to it, and it's really really handy. But what the, the problem is is having enough um, HDMI outs on the computer. So you need some splitters. Well, most people would need some splitters. Yes. you probably don't. Well, no, but... I was lucky. My computer was built for me about three or four years ago now by a friend yeah. as a video editor's computer. So we put in a graphics card with four outputs. Okay, yeah, well, that's very wise. Um, but yeah, yeah, you would need some sort of splitter. Most people would. Yeah. But yeah, I find that I spoke about this on Tech Addicts, but the having that next to me has, has changed the way completely in which I use my my computers and my monitors. I won't bang on about it at great length, but yeah, putting stuff across there to use and not cluttering up what's in front of you is just great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was slightly disappointed when I noticed that actually this thing seems to be about eight nine nine now new, but still, I still got it at a heck of a discount. It's not yeah, the greatest yeah. monitor in the world. It's you know, it, it's running at one hundred and forty four hertz, um, ten eighty by fifty eight thousand or whatever the width is, and yeah, I like it very much. And it certainly is enough for me with my ancient eyes. And the, well, having said that, I think I'm quite good with my color correction and Photoshop work. But I'm I haven't noticed any problems and thought, oh, I'm going to have to move this image onto one of my other monitors because this one's crap. Not at all. It's it's a nice, bright, sharp, crisp monitor, and I'm very happy with it. Good, very pleased for you. And it is LED as well, which is great. Yes. Um, so many are still LCD. Yes, indeed. I think it does make a difference. I was um, wondering about getting a new Qi charger stand for next to my bed. Oh, yes. And so I jumped into Black Friday, of course, and I found one which was on sale. It was 20 quid and it was um, reduced to 12 quid. I don't know if it still is. Um, but it's a 15 watt charger, which is better than the 10 one, 10 I had. And it works really nicely. I know you would hate this aspect of it, but it's got a sleep-friendly adaptive light on it, which means there's a light on the side of it, which is um, dim in the daytime. And um, no, that's the wrong way around. <laughs> dim in the nighttime and lighter in the daytime. And um, it's got a little sensor to control that. Really nice. Um, there's not nothing much to say about it, really. It works perfectly well. Um, it's got, well, yeah, a couple of things to say about it is it's nice and broad. And the coil seems to have a good area covered. So it also works in landscape if you want to do that. But, yeah, really nice. It's called an Inu. Inu. <laughs> I-N-I-U, wireless charger stand. Recommended. Very nice, sir. I just wish I had a phone with wireless charging on it. That's something I do <laughs> miss. I had, I once had a phone with, with, with um, Qi and I loved it. Um, but, you know, we live in hope. Yes. Now then, this next one, you assigned this to me, Ted, but I'm a bit stupid and can't quite get my head around it. So <laughs> okay. um, I thought I, I assigned this one to you. You assigned it thought, to me, but oh, well, OK, let me read it out and maybe I'll understand thought, it as we I, go. I, hang on a minute, let me finish. Yeah. I assigned it to you because you're the one that always is pissing about in your garden <laughs> and fiddling about with pipes and hoses and ponds and I thought this will be right up your street but never mind you sit back and I'll explain okay. Keith Bartlett um, has got fed up with uh, facing the freezing winter and having his garden hose left with water in it mm -hmm. so he came up with a very simple solution which was to get a little adapter thingy which he's fashioned himself um, and a bicycle pump and what he does, in order to get the the um, residue water out of his hose, 
he puts his bicycle pump on one end of this and he puts the um, connector onto the end of the hose, which has got all the water in it. And before he puts his um, bicycle pump on the end of it, he plunges it outwards. And then when it's connected, he plunges it inwards and it pushes all the water out of the hose. A fiendish idea. And just for a few quid, um, he got it from places like, um, what's that place called? You know, you know, Wix, Wix. Oh, Wix, 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 yes. So, someone like that. And and so, yeah, it's a good... Do you understand that? Mea culpa, mea maxima culpa. I didn't read... I missed tyre pump. I just read pump oh. and I couldn't... I was thinking like a diesel <laughs> pump. And I was thinking, I don't understand this. Of course you can... Now, yes, absolutely. I doff my cap to you, Keith. Sorry about that. Yeah, now, yeah, now yeah. we're looking at the picture. I can understand... Because I was looking at this tiny little hose ending and thinking, well, what are you going to do with this? Yeah, OK, you are fiendish and I am stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Thank you, Keith. It's nice to hear from you, incidentally, and um, the, to know that you're in the group and, and you've contributed. Indeed, well thank you. And don't Cushion, let my stupidity Cushion. put you off again. <laughs> Yes. Cushioned thermal walking socks is next. Another Black Friday, um, which is um, a a bunch of socks I bought. And they are supposedly size 12 to 14, six pairs, 11 quid, reduced from 18 quid. Again, I don't know if they're still reduced, but um, I'll put a link in the show notes anyway. They're very warm, very nice, but they're really slippery. Inside my Crocs, I nearly fell over twice because my feet were slipping out of them. Oh, I was just going to ask you if you could walk without them. Without shoes, but clearly not. You could, yeah. Well, you could. One could, but I'm not supposed to because of my feet. I'll yeah, but you, if, if they're as slippery as you say, I think it's a, it would be a bit of a risk. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, well, on carpet it would be right. right. Anyway, um, so yeah, they they kind of need some of those bubbles underneath, yeah. like my mum's yes, yes. arthritis gloves, which we talked about on a previous show. Anyway, the update on this after a, a week of. Um, using them is that they're just really tight there's no way they're size 14 because my feet are size 14 and i'm i cut off the blood supply to my feet (laughs) i started to get i started going dizzy (laughs) at the end of the day i thought why am i i'm falling over anyway so yeah they're really tight and and i'm afraid i won't be able to use them but um i thought they were a really good price for those that have got smaller oh send them over here ted my feet are smaller than yours i'll give them a try Excellent. Good idea. Will do. Thank you, sir. Um, Ian Barton brings us a folding laptop table. Ian says, you can never have too many tables. Now, there's a there's a sentence you don't hear every day. <laughs> this table is classed as a laptop table. However, it has many uses. At the moment, it's being used to house some clutter, such as Bluetooth speaker, phone, water and snacks next to my bike turbo trainer. It doesn't need assembling. It folds flat, which makes it easier to store if you aren't using it. The height is adjustable using preset heights and you can tilt the top. It's currently selling at £26.89 on Amazon. I think I'll buy another one to put put my Chromebook on when I'm sitting on the settee in the lounge. It looks great, Ian. The, th- the only thing I'd say is I would take issue. I don't think that's a table at all. I think it's a lectern. <laughs> I re- I mean, that is what a lectern looks like and is. I'm not quite sure why they're calling it a table. Um, I wonder how tall it goes. But whatever, whatever one chooses to call it, absolutely very useful. And with the height adjustment and the angle adjustment... Definitely. I mean, you could you could conduct an orchestra with it. <laughs> you can put your laptop on it. You could eat your dinner off it. Yeah, you could even use it as a bedside table, couldn't you? Actually, if you lowered it down. I, I'm sorry. Am I boring you, Ted? Talk about 
I'm trying to find out how tall it goes. Oh, I see. I just wondered. I can tell you, it's um, it's 47, it's 62. I, I, I think this looks lovely. It does I look really good, like doesn't it? It does look very nice. And it seems like a good price as well. And if, if Ian says it's well made and all the rest of it, then good. The only thing for me is that I would like to be able to turn it round. So that oh, swivel the top. The other yeah, way. no, but then it'll fall so, over. So, so that the fit, well, it might, it depends how well balanced it is and what you're putting on it, I guess. The the, the reason being is that um, I want one of these for my bed, um, my bed, and, and the bed is flat on the floor, um, so, so you can't get the legs under it. See what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I was just, I was just, while you weren't listening and you were singing, I was just saying it could be used <laughs> at the bedside, yes. Well, it could if you've got a gap under your bed, but you, I haven't got a back gap under my bed, right. so I can't. Um, anyway, regardless of that, I love the way it folds up. If you see the picture on Amazon of it folded up, that's just so ingenious. Uh, just put the thing away. I like this very much. And looking at the price tracking on Amazon, every now and again, it drops down to 21 quid. Oh, yeah, so you need so to does. sort of wait for that moment, as oh, I am yeah. doing with my coffee machine, uh, till it yeah. suddenly plunges and then grab it. All right, I'm going to put it, I'm going to play the trick and put it in my basket and then save for later. There you go. Right. Good idea. Right. Right, what's next? Jingle. Still using and still using. I'm still using um, Immobi, uh, Immobilize. It's, I'm looking at Immobi tag here on one of the bits of paper. It's a, if you may remember, uh, way back in 2019, show number 73, 5th of January, I talked about something that I discovered called Immobilize Property Register. Basically, oh, yeah. you go online. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's kind of, it's um, what's the word? It's affiliated with the police. It's all good and above board. I've checked it all out at the time. Um, uh, and you register whatever you want from your wallet to your bicycle to your laptop to your jewellery. Um, you you register things online. I remember I got a pack. Uh, looking at it now, the pack doesn't seem to contain a cute little thing that I got, which was a tiny little bottle of a sort of gunk that has, I don't know what, some sort of DNA recognition in it that you paint onto things. You can paint the tiniest, tiniest little half a drop somewhere and it dries clear. And then if it's scanned later by the police, they can actually detect, oh, yes, this has got your whatever the code is within it embedded. And so we know it's your property. So a lot of my things, including my wallet and my bike, for instance, are indeed painted with this little bottle of stuff. Uh, and you take pictures and you upload, you know, all the basic, you know, where you bought it, when you bought it, what it cost, any distinguishing marks, pictures, etc, etc. So should you have anything lost or stolen, um, you can then get onto the police and say, right, it's registered with Immobilize and the police, I believe, because it's never happened to me, can access the Immobilize database and immediately find out all the pertinent information that they need to help them to retrieve your lost property. Uh, as I say, it's a bit like an insurance policy. I've never actually had to use it, so I cannot speak of whether it's actually very efficient if necessary. But I am continuing to enjoy to log in and just upload all the information of various things that I want to keep an eye on. I seem to remember it was about... It, 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 I, I can't find anything on pricing. Um, but... You can buy... I don't, I don't think you have to pay... You don't pay per item, I know that. Um, right. It may even be free if all you're doing is updating data. I rem The pack that I saw today was about 15 quid, and I think that pack nowadays even includes a little UV light, so you can actually look yourself to see whether your mark has, has appeared correctly on your items. Um, 
I can't speak fully about it because it was what three, four years ago, and I'm stupid and I've forgotten most of it. But I'm um, sure that it was. I'm sure it wasn't free, Aiden. I, I, I've got a feeling that it was like about. Eight quid? Eight pound rings a bell in my brain for some well, reason. Well, uh, all but... I can say is if it is, then it's only a starter price. Because, I mean, I uploaded right, okay. something just the other day. I, I, I added yeah. something to it. My, my, my laptop. You remember my story about the Dell laptop that they managed to replace for oh, me? Yeah. Well, I went online and I deleted the old laptop and I put in all the details of the new right. laptop. And it didn't cost me a pretty penny. So okay. if there is a cost, so maybe it, it, is a start-up, it may be yeah. a startup cost that I can't remember. Very good. Well done. So um, that's still. And going. they do key rings that you you know you can put a, you can have a key ring that's got a, a QR code on it. So again, it can be Q, it can be scanned and returned to you more easily and all that sort of jazz. Well yeah, worth a good, good look. Stuff. Very de- very good indeed. Um, right, I'm still using my Oxo Good Grips Microfiber Delicate Duster, which I brought to whatever works ninety in September two thousand and nineteen. Oh, that's cute. It's a nice little duster, and it's a lazy person's approach to dusting, really. It, it works really well. It just well flings the dust min- all over the house, doesn't it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. And that's the oh. point, you see. The, 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 and um, the, the point is that the microfiber strands trap and hold the dust. Oh. And so once you've done all your dusting, it stays in the brush. And then you pop the head off by squeezing the buttons on the side and put the head... Um, into the washing machine and wash it. Or if you want to have a second um, replacement head, they're available for a fiver. The actual um, handle and the brush are, are nine quid. But if you want, as I say, if you want spare heads, they're a fiver um, extra. And the, and the Oxo stuff is just so well made. It's really nice um, gear. And yes, contrary to what you thought, it it, it doesn't flick it all over the oh, place. Oh, that's wonderful. It, it holds it, and you can put it in the washing machine. So it, it works really well. It's a, it's a good system. And, yeah, Oxo, good good stuff is really good. Oh, I'm very, very tempted, Ted, because I'm, I'm like you. I just like to go and flick something around and hope it cleans, you know. Yeah. yeah. And how much is it these days? Seven twenty. Oh, is it seven twenty? It's gone down from nine quid then. And the replacement heads were a fiver. Perhaps they're cheaper as well. Let's have a look. As we speak, uh, talk amongst yourselves. No, there's still a fiver. Oh, that's still a good price. And the and and the thingy was is seven twenty. So that's even more of a bargain from the nine quid it was the other day. Yeah, I think I may have to get one of these. I'm popping it in my box as we speak. Ooh, uh, Mrs. Daniel Bemis is back with a media <laughs> tower. <clears throat> he says it takes up a corner of the room and stores. Are you ready for this, Ted? Seven hundred DVDs. Oh yeah, I remember this. He 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 talked about. This yes, I and ago. I I saw it on yeah. Me this week. Yes, we don't have that many. We don't have that many. Oh yes, see, we don't have that many. He says, but it's nice to have room for future buys. You've got a future-proof one there. Seven hundred DVDs. We don't really need Netflix. I should think not, as we have our physical copies and a hundred and seventy-five digital copies for some of our favourites. And new movies come with digital copies these days too. When the power goes out in our area, the generator comes on and we can watch a 4K Blu-ray DVD. Yeah, isn't that lovely? I mean, we've talked about this a lot, Ted. Wonderful as as the digital domain is, isn't it nice to have physical boxes to touch and hold and feel and open and artwork to look at and DVDs to smell as you take them out and all the rest of it? The whole ritual part of it is wonderful. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. I was talking about my LP records on the last show. 
Same thing. Yes. It's just nice to have this. Yes, stuff. indeed. So well done, Daniel. Thank you for chipping in with that. Can one. you educate? Last- sorry, sorry, can I just say? Can you educate this stupid person? Is Daniel saying that nowadays, if you buy a DVD of a film, you will also get a downloadable version as well? With some of them, yeah, they've, they've got this system called Violet something, yeah, and um, they, they'll they'll send you Very a, nice. a code and you can download it or whatever, yeah, yeah. Um, and in the same way as you can with LP records, if you buy an LP record now, you always get a download code, yes, and you can you can download the thingy as yeah. well. But not not all DVDs do that. I bought a DVD last week and it didn't have that. right. Um, so yeah. Anyway, thank you. Thank Daniel. you. That's good. The last, the last thing on, um, on what are we doing? Still using <laughs> is from Paul Williams, who's still using his Rocket Book, and this looks really, really good. I, I watched. I put a link in the show notes to the the, the video of it being demonstrated, yes. so you can have a look. But it's really good. You get this book, and it's got these pages in it that kind of are quite like paper, but they're not really paper. And you use it as a notebook, and you you write whatever you like on it. The pen that comes with it is called the Fusion Pen, I think. Yeah. Um, and you write on it, and then after a few minutes, the the pen, um, the 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 ink inverted commas uh, goes dry. And then you can take a photograph of your page when you finish doing it and it saves it to this app on your phone or your tablet or whatever or your computer and then you can you can you can bank those up in and, and store them in whichever way you want to do. You can then take the cloth and wipe the, the page clean and um, start again. So it saves all those trees, no paper as such. And um, you can get all sorts of different coloured pens. Um, he, Paul says that I still love these notebooks. Um, it's gone through many years of work with me. Yes, you can still see the imprints of the previous notes, but I actually quite like that, he says. It reminds me of how much paper I've saved. <laughs> yes, yes. It. The Fusion pens, I was right, look really good on the scanned pages. I would recommend sticking to black, blue or green and avoid red, as this leaves more ink residue than any other colour. Overall, really impressed with the product. I've forgotten about this completely, and I can't remember when he brought it onto the show, but he did. And yes, I really like this. The video, it shows very clearly what it does. Um, and um, yeah, kudos to the system. Yes, it's a bit, it's a bit like Etrusket. I think you might like this. Well, I do know... You, you, you wanted one of these or something similar a while ago. I'm I'm holding in my hands my boogie board. Do you remember I brought this onto mm. the show? And it's was it? very yeah. similar thing. I mean it's a sing it's a single solid sheet that you write on and then you press a button and it disappears again. So it's a little bit a little bit more electronic than than, than his slightly more analogue version. But um yeah, so, yeah, same principle. And again, I think I have saved now since I got this. I should be bringing this onto what onto still using. I've had this a good half a year or so now, and I think I've also saved quite a lot of paper scribbling upon yeah, it very nice indeed indeed very nice thank you paul i i i might put that um in my basket as well and put it on save for later um although he says that you can also get deals on the rocket books website um outside of the amazon yes. sphere well do do so, do check out boogie board go. as well ted other other versions are available as they say I reckon that cheapest chips is getting too cheap. <laughs> you just want to bring three hundred items for a fiver instead of twenty, don't no, you? I, don't. I know. Well, I, it started off Ian Barton's idea. Yes, was, Judge Barton. We'll, we'll, we'll put a sec. We'll put a section in for under a fiver. But actually, looking around at stuff, you, you think uh, inflation yeah, and yeah. The, the the new Putin world. 
and everything is going up. I reckon we ought to move it up to a tenner, frankly. What do you think, Ian? Are we allowed to move it up to yeah. a tenner? Judge Barton, if you'd like to rule on this, sir, we made, we'll we consider moving... What are we then? Cheap as egg and chips, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us know, Ian. Um, sorry, Judge. Uh, Doff's hat. <laughs> yes. Cap. Um, Two, I brought two things. One, um, that one thing that my dad needed for his computer, which is a Bell uh, Baykel four-port USB three hub, not USB two, but USB three. Simple effect and effective. Does what it says um, on the tin, and it's under a fiver. Well, it Very was nice. on Black yeah. Friday. It's actually now six pound twenty-three. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, four USB three ports on this um, extender uh, adapter, and they work perfectly well. So that's a good one. And splendid. And, and my other one is one that I were I teased on the last show. You teased this, and we're going to find out whether they stayed stuck. Indeed, the self adhesive tea towel holder. One of those things you put on the wall, and it's got a little cross in the front with some rubber, and you shove your tea towel into it, and it hangs down from the wall. The question was, would it def- defy gravity? Was the sticky on the back good enough? Well, I can report that two weeks later, it's still on the wall. I did clean the wall. Properly properly and i stuck it on there and it seems to have stayed up there um it does come with uh, a screw if you want to use it you can screw it to the wall if you want to but actually it seems like i mean i've been plunging the towel the tea towel in there regularly for the the last fortnight and it seems very firm so and, and also they've been reduced to under a fiver for three of these oh. now, whereas before they weren't. Um, so, yeah, recommended. Um, I think they're really good and um, they are doing the job and defying gravity. They're in my box too. This is becoming an expensive show for me. Thank you, Ted. I want one, I want one, I want one. I want one of those. And the Ted Salmon show continues. <laughs> I'll just sit and drink yeah. my tea. Carry on, Ted. <laughs> Well, you should get your finger out. More. I know, I know, I know. One of the things that I really want is this lovely looking new turntable. Oh. It's a the second a turntable? You've show... never brought a turntable on the show before, Ted. <laughs> the second show where I'm talking about LP records. This is made by Audio Technica and they've just released this completely transparent turntable and it just looks it is lovely. lovely okay. yeah. Apparently, Audio Technica are having their 60th anniversary, and this is a kind of limited edition um, thingy for um, for for celebrating that. And it just looks so classy, and and it's made of this kind of um, clear acrylic yeah. called Lucite. Lucite, um, and it's all see through, so you can see all the stuff inside. It, th- th- that's it, really. There's nothing more fantastic about it, apart from the fact that Audio Technica do make really good turntables, um, and I'm sure it's absolutely fantastic. But twelve hundred dollars. Oh, they did lose which, sight of the cost, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, that's the trouble, isn't it? But it just it, it, yes, there was a certain amount of non-transparency oh. there. Um, you know what though? It looks it yeah. looks like um sort of Jurassic Park, like some ancient turntable oh. that's been sort of solid in amber for millions of years and polished up and ready to uh, use again. I love it, this. Exactly. As you as you as you move your head around it, I mean I haven't got it in front yeah. of me, but you can see that the refraction of what's yeah. inside is gonna move and it just it just looks delightful. And being an L regular LP user now, revitalized, I would just sit and look at it. 
put a record on and just sit oh, and look at it. I'm, there's a close-up <laughs> picture of the needle and the needle holder, and even that's transparent. It's only yes, the needle itself yes. that isn't transparent. That's right. Well, yes, Ted, it's, it's cheaper amazing. than my coffee machine. That's true, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it's available in, in, um, in the UK. I don't know. But I, presumably it'll be about, I don't know, a thousand quid yeah. anyway. So it's, it's outside. Anyway, that's what I want one of those is for. Better before. Oh, you can't just pop out for a minute. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> oh, my my big purchase from um for, for Black Friday is that I kept threatening to get a mechanical keyboard. Right. Now I know that this will be contentious because mechanical keyboards are clacky, and I'll demonstrate now. I mean, there's no chance of recording a podcast while you're typing anything. I know what you mean. It's. <laughs> <laughs> But the, the, uh, I got this on Black Friday. It's uh, it, it seems to defy its cost. Twenty nine quid it wow. is, and it's got an aluminium top plate. <gasps> it's got red keys, so you know clickety clack, but not terribly clickety clack. They're not as noisy as the the brown or the blue um, keys. Um, and it's got a UK layout, and you can download this software for it, which allows you to customise all the colours. You can have whatever flashing lights you want and and keys of different colours. You can redefine keys. It's got seven levels of brightness and 12 oh. colour modes. That's without the oh. software. Without if, if you put the software on, it's got hundreds more and loads of other options. It's, it's beautifully made. The key travel is nice and smooth. And as you heard, it makes that kind of clacky noise when you, you, you... It's just like going back like 15 years to the old days of, of keyboards before they all, all turn into... OK, T- Ted, I've got to stop here. Your, yeah. your eyes are going to go skyward and you're going to fire me when I say this. I didn't know <laughs> we didn't still use... I, I have the same, as you can hear. I didn't know we'd, that they were old. I thought that's what keyboards... What, what, what has superseded mechanical keyboards? Well, about 10 years ago, when Apple particularly started bringing out these chiclet keyboards, um, keyboards just became that. So if you buy a keyboard now, the likelihood is that most of them, almost all of them, unless you go for a kind of gamer, inverted commas, like we both have clearly got um, keyboard, you're going to have chiclet flat keys like the ones you get inside. Oh, I see. So you mean they are literally still mechanical, but they're much smaller and softer and more gentle and the, 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 the give is less and the travel is less. No, no, no. The, the, the keyboards that are chiclet style, yeah. if you, they've got an on-off. You, you when you press it, it either registers as a key press or it yes. doesn't. With a mechanical keyboard, there are degrees of of, of pressing. Yes. And with particularly with gaming, when you if you're controlling gaming, you can actually use the key like half pressed. It works a bit like a transistor, not a transistor. What's a resistor? Right. So you get a certain amount of travel that gets you a certain action. And only when you clack it right down do you get the clacky I sound. I didn't even know that. I've never played a computer game in my life. I had no idea that computer that, that okay. my keyboard... I've got a Steel series, which was, a, again, second-hand to me what, from a gamer. So, yeah, OK, then yeah, yeah. I've learned a few things today. Yeah, so so most people in the world, apart from you and I, have got chiclet-style keyboards. But anyway, this is really... The, the point about this one, really, is that it's got all the functions that I just yes. mentioned. But it's also um, really nicely made, and it's 29 quid. I can't 20, believe that's amazing. how yeah. cheap it is. Now, they said that the make was this company called Bluth. But actually, 
when it's arrived, do you remember that company that um that Amazon banned? <laughs> they were because they were um paying people to do. Oh reviews. yes, yes. Orky, yes. A U K E Y, right? Mm-hmm. And when it's arrived, the paperwork inside it says it's an Orky. Mm. So they've obviously got round Amazon's what's it by calling it Blitz yes. instead. Ah, okay. <laughs> Um, but anyway, it's really, really nice. It goes very nicely with my stream decks. It, I, I've got it, I've got the colour on blue. Yes, I, the picture looks gorgeous. Shot. Everything matches perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you can do whatever you like with the colouring. You have rainbow colours and flashing, and it's just really, really great fun. However, the having spent so long with Chiclet Keys, the learning curve is really steep now. Going back to this, I keep making mistakes and crunching, and I've just you. I, I just need to spend more time getting getting used to it again. But it's just the the, the quality of it just defies the stupid price. Yeah. You can pay you can pay hundreds of pounds for Indeed. gaming keyboards. No, I. I... And, and... I understand what you mean. I mean, when you listen to me writing on my computer, it sounds like I'm building a house. I mean, it really is. It's clack, 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 because you do have to give the keys quite a thwack sometimes to get them to work properly. Wow. And you can also um, assign macros. Yes. Going back back to the stream deck. So if you wanted to use the keyboard to do all sorts of um, stuff like stream decks, you can do that as well. Very clever. Splendid. Tell us more. Well, the other thing that I was going to um, better before about was when there were staff in banks. <laughs> I think we might have done this before. Mum, mum and dad wanted to go into the. Uh, well, they wanted to add a signatory to one of their accounts. Um, mum was on it, and dad wasn't, and they wanted to add it. So they went into the Colwyn Bay branch of Santander, and um, they were given an appointment to come back in two weeks to do it. <sighs> They were very cross oh. because they'd gone all the way down there. Oh. And when, when they inquired about why they couldn't just do it online, the bank just said, no, it's not possible. You have to go into a branch. And if you're coming into a branch, then you, the nearest appointment we've got is two, two weeks' time. Two weeks! Uh, so you've got to hope that what you want to do is not urgent. Anyway, um, the point was about the better before was that the days have gone now where you walk into a bank and there's staff everywhere. You know, milling around with... I remember the Barclays Bank in Chichester. When you walked in there, there was about 10 desks and and, and, uh, assistants, um, staff, sitting at each desk. And you could just walk in and do what you like. Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, I I had to go into a bank for the first time in a long, long while this week, or last week. And indeed, it's just machines everywhere. And right in the corner somewhere, there's one person behind a glass, you know, with a queue, because everybody who wants to see a real person is having to wait for that one operator. Yeah, very sad. All of all of this could be avoided though if they'd let us do let mum do that online. And but they just wouldn't. They said no, you cannot add a signatory. I said so. I said to my mum, well, what about if you're disabled? How are they going to discriminate yes. against you if you're disabled? Yeah. Anyway, anyway, there's a there's a bigger question. And and, and, and that's the that opposite to the issue that I've had recently, which is where you go into a shop and you say, can I look at this? Can I buy that? And they say, no, you can only do it online. And you say, but yeah. I'm in the shop. I'd like to actually touch and feel and look at this product. Oh, I'm sorry, we don't have it in store, but you can buy it online. So the landscape, the landscape is changing. Is changing. The, re- the retail yeah. landscape is definitely changing a huge amount. And it certainly was. In my, to my mind, it was better before. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> I'm going to speak. 
music now. <laughs> oh, oh I'm going to have one of my rants. Well, no, it isn't a rant. I don't feel quite as heavily as I did last week about the English language. Thank goodness. Now, listen, I know that this is my personal opinion and there are others, no doubt many people listening to this podcast who have a completely opposite opinion to mine. And that's fine. And I respect it. But for me, what's been getting on my nerves, well, over the last years, but also just recently, which is why I thought I'd bring it to the show. The culture that exists today where no event is considered to have taken place unless it's been photographed to within an inch of its life. You're out with a friend or a family member and it's a lovely sunset or you walk past an attractive building or you cross a bridge over a stream. Oh, quick, let's take a, oh, take a picture. I must take a picture. Uh, you know, and, and anything that's interesting, that slightly varies, slightly off the path that, that I and perhaps you too, Ted, would just say, oh, that's interesting. OK, I'll witness this. Yes, I enjoyed that. I'm glad I saw that. And then move on. No, other people have to take a picture and then another picture and a video and then a selfie. I remember there was a famous um, picture in the in the newspaper of Hillary Clinton. I can't remember what she was giving a speech or opening a building or doing something or other. And it was an incredible picture because the audience were all facing the other way, holding up their phones, getting selfies with Clinton in the background. And mm. I just think, no, be in the moment, be present, enjoy it. You know, and I've often said to people, well, are you ever going to look at these pictures? Every, every time you break wind, you take a photograph. Are you ever going to look at these <laughs> photographs? You know, it's of course, if something miraculous happens or something that you particularly want to capture for the future, fine. But it seems to me that nowadays nothing is deemed to have happened unless it's been photographed. Do you do you do you get what I mean, mate? Yeah, the first time I noticed this was when I married um, Agnes, my mm. wife from the Philippines. She came across from the Philippines and um, they were just wowed by the fact that they could afford to buy things like cameras and iPhones and things that could take photos. And she just did exactly what you're describing all the time. She just took photographs of everything she could possibly take. But that was all about the... About the novelty, the, the honeymoon factor. Yeah, OK. Yeah, yeah exactly. But um, when we separated, eventually, seven years later, she was still doing that. <laughs> okay. She was still taking photographs of everything. And, and But I think the difference is that she did look at them and she shared them and she she enjoyed what then she that's, could do that's with them Then that's very well. different then. I accept that. I think yeah. if you if you have a use case, fine. But I, it's just where, you, where people mm. take reams of pictures and you think, you're never going to look at those. You can't. You just enjoy. Or yeah. especially when people say, oh, oh, dear, I wish I had my camera with me. Well, say, no, you just. Never mind the camera. Just enjoy the moment. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, uh, the the other end of the um, scale. I never take photos of anything, and so so I suppose there's a, there's a middle road somewhere. Yeah, I mean I'm pretty much like you. I never take pictures. As you know, the one interest I do have is wildlife, and I think I I showed you once the book that I put together of trips I'd made in the past of various oh, places. Yeah, that was and nice, yeah. whenever. So many times on wildlife trips, on safaris, on tours, whatever they are, the tour guide, if they're good, will say to you, look, take your pictures, but at some point, put the camera down and just enjoy seeing the animals and enjoy watching the animals yeah. without thinking you have to take a photograph every five seconds. And it's it's very, very good advice. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to miss them eating each other. No, absolutely not. <laughs> 
Right, I'm chucking into Room 101 Amazon again. Oh. I think I think they're probably the 90% of the uh, the casualties of Room 101 are Amazon. But anyway, uh, one, a couple of things really. Firstly, um, confusing the buggery out of everyone, making we us all think that last Friday was Black Friday when it's actually this Friday. They they need to call it Black Friday Fortnight, I think. Well, except in America because they don't know what Fortnite means. But um, you know, that would make it much more descriptive. A fortnight. Um, and secondly, yeah. Amazon drivers. I was having something to um I was having something delivered to the shop, the local shop yes. here. Um and the the driver uh, it, it didn't turn up and I got this message saying that your thing has been delayed, um it'll come tomorrow, sort of thing. And when I pho- when I phoned them up or went on chat with Amazon, they said the driver had been there and the shop was shut. Anyway, I went up to the shop and it was open and it was not shut. And I had the conversation with the bloke. Did you shut for five minutes when the driver came? No, we're always open until 10 p.m. We never yeah. close. And, and, and so the, the, the driver was basically yeah. lying. So um, I told Amazon this and had a right old Barney with them. Um, and um, we had, we ended up in with a punch up, and I threatened to close my prime Ooh. account, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> this was the second second time this week though. There's been a cock up. I think it's Black Friday. We've got um, we've got uh, a, a thing delivered mm-hmm. last week, and it was a day late. I think this just seems to happen. They overstretch themselves. Um, so yeah, I had that. I had something arrive late as well last week yeah yeah maybe as you say black friday maybe is a little bit too much to cope with yeah and our last on the show is our wonderful um gold star which we can't miss out on and a quick mention is for pexels pexels yeah p-e-x-e-l-s is that photographs of um, biceps (laughs) <laughs> well, it can be, and there, there probably are. Um, but it's a, I think it's a play on pixels. Yes, but anyway, it's an, on, it's an online repository of images, which everyone is free to use, and if you want to, upload oh. your own. Um, and you can just download whatever photographs you want. You can credit the photographer that's taken them if you want to. Um, you don't have to. You do sometimes get an email saying, would you like to buy me a coffee? But not very often, not, not annoyingly yes. often. Um, and you download whatever photographs you want, use them wherever you like. The only rules seem to be is that you're not allowed to um, sell them on, uh, which is fair enough. Um, and you can, as I say, you can buy the photographer a coffee. But just basically, w- w- with my um, magazine hat on and also running me yes. um Various groups. I'm always getting images from Pexels and downloading them and using them. Um, and it's just a really, really good repository and really well done. And um, a, a nod to Wendy and Andy Large, who put me onto this some years ago when I did some work for them. In the days when I was employable, I'm not a useless <laughs> turn, you know. Um, but yeah, they they put me onto this, and it's really, really a really good service, and I use it. It is. Time. I'm just looking at the license agreement because I I could have sworn that they would stop you i was just thinking what about commercial what if you were paid to do a project and wanted to use them but it it doesn't say you're not so but you're 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 not allowed to redistribute them unless you it it all seems very odd you're allowed to redistribute them if you alter them 
So if you went in there and adjusted it or cropped it or something, you then are completely free to do what you like with it again. It's really Very odd. weird. But it's, it's a really good resource. Very good. Well found, sir. I think we're done. No, I, th I, think, I think you're right. I think we are done. <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks, as usual, with another show. So do let us know what it is that you've been using, whatever works in your life, and um, bring the we'll bring the highlights of that to the following shows, of course. Mewe Group is open, as always. AidenBell.com is where you'll find Aiden. TezSalmon.com is where you'll find me. All the links out to all the Mewe Groups and all the audio podcasts go out from TezSalmon.com, so you can't get lost there. Anything lastly from you, Squire? A quick tease for those who know this is interesting for those who don't they'll wonder why i've said it i'm thinking about giving up qwerty keyboard phones and buying a normal telephone uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> next week good for you arriving in the i've arriving been dragged in the kicking century. and screaming <laughs> Very good. We'll look forward to hearing about that. So, um, yeah, I guess that's it. Well, um, have a good fortnight, everyone, and we'll be back um, when that is finished. And uh, in the meantime, head across to Mewi Group. Uh, one last thing to say, as always, don't forget, whatever, whatever works, works! works.